was a hell of a show last night. Oh my gosh, yes, I loved it. Oh uh, man, you know, I thought we were going to be able to get every squeeze everything in an hour show. Yeah, that wasn't going to. Think so. <laughs> no, I. To be honest with you, I you know I I see at least maybe two maybe three parts. At least when we find out a lot more. I think it, it we end up doing an hour. God, we were on the air last night for an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, I think we'll probably I have think another we've hour. Got, we got at least yeah. I think we have mm -hmm. another hour. Mm -hmm. At least another hour. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna. We could spend Amelia. Think about this. Mm -hmm. We, talking about Bob Saget, we could talk at least another hour just on the medical examiner. Oh, yes. Absolutely. How bad a fuck up that was. Look at this. I'm not even on the air yet, and I'm using the <laughs> F-bomb, right? And I think, too, maybe a 30 minutes to 40 minutes in just the room itself. Just the bathroom. Yeah, the, way the everything room was. itself. Mm -hmm. Please, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. That's a whole nother ball game, that, that room, is. you know? Mm-hmm. Because something doesn't, it's not, something doesn't sound right. No. It's not, it's not jiving, no. like my dad would say. Yeah. It's not jiving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not jiving. And then it's not too, jiving. Yeah, especially with their joining No, room. it's just, it's not adding no. up, man. It's something. not. Too, too many questions still left unanswered to me. And I thought, you know what? A lot. Angela would love that subject with Bob Saget. There's a lot of questions. Oh, man. Too you don't even many. know. Let me hold on, folks. I got to fix my microphone. And that's <laughs> five minutes into the show, and I'm already fixing it with my microphone. Yeah, and I think um, too that there's a lot more deaths that we could cover later on that we're going to be bringing to people. But well, this one was yeah, the main tell one. Tell everybody what we're going to what we're going to do. I mean, we got a couple of minutes before we go on here. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Anne Hesh. Her death is one of Anne Hesh. Yeah, and mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about Michael Jackson again. Course, Elvis Presley. Elvis again. Marilyn yeah. Monroe is another one. And another one. That Marilyn is another case that won't go away. And Tupac. There's another mystery. That's another one. Wait a minute. Here mm -hmm. we go. Have you heard the latest? No, I have not. Okay. Um, Let me tell you what's going on. You know who Suge Knight is, right? Yes. His okay. manager. Suge mm -hmm. Knight, big guy, you know, record mm -hmm. promoter. Yes. Gangster, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Suge Knight. Who was with Tupac that night? Who was mm -hmm. with him? He right. was driving the car. Tupac's, I mean, Suge says mm -hmm. that maybe Tupac didn't die. Hmm. Now, this is the guy that was driving him. Okay? And he's saying maybe he didn't die. What are you, what are you trying to set here? Right. What are, you trying to, what are you trying to say here? Exactly. Are you trying to set up an alibi or an excuse? Mm -hmm. Was it a lookalike? Some people think it was a lookalike that that got killed. Yeah, and a lot of times that happens. They will bring a lookalike to your shows. And see, that's another thing. He was with his guy that he represents. Bob Saget, again, was not. It didn't have anybody with him. And that well, is another. that's another thing. Who goes, who goes on the road? And I've been in show business a long time. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard of anybody going on a gig without your manager. Right. Or, That's your, or your agent. Somebody that represents you is going to mm -hmm. be there. Exactly. You're going to tell me he went there by himself? I don't buy it. No. I don't buy it. And that's what the reports are saying. And that's another big question mark to me. Yeah. Why would he? they say that? Why would he do that? Nobody would. Well, do that. 
I I think we we got a little heads up last night from our friend Moonchild. Mm-hmm. We got a very good friend here on the show named Moonchild, mm-hmm. and we're not going to identify. I know who she is. I found mm-hmm. out who she is, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to identify her no, real name. We're not going to identify. I'm going to call her Moonchild. Well, Moonchild gave us a, a scoop last night. She sure In did. fact, it was so good. We did the breaking news header mm-hmm. in the show. Yes. And I said, this is too good to, to, to waste. I'm not wasting this no. one. Mm-mm. So and I used it. And I thought, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. His wife yes. said to him, be careful. Careful. Mm-hmm. Yep. She said, be careful. Watch out. Mm-hmm. What was she saying? Watch out for yeah and uh, why would you say that right directly to him uh, going on a trip but thinking what celebrity Amelia please uh-huh. listen to me I, I, you're an intelligent woman mm-hmm. what celebrity goes on the road by themselves not one that I know of you're going to no, bring somebody they, with you nope they, they exactly mm-hmm. exactly they none of them Go no. on a road by themselves. No, you're going to bring somebody with you. You're not going to, especially yeah. you're not going to want to be by yourself. Travel Look alone. It's, it's one minute after seven. You know what that means? Yes, it's time that means to go. That we've been on the air for at least three minutes and we're, oh. we haven't run the credits yet. Uh oh, we're jibber jabbing. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> It's Tuesday night, Amelia Pitbull Chapman, and what does that mean? It's Blunt Talk Radio Night. <laughs> Absolutely. It's 4 p.m. in Los Angeles. It's 6 o'clock in Chicago. It's 2.30 Wednesday afternoon in Sri Lanka. And it's 7 p.m. in New York City. Hello, folks. Mad Dog DeCipio, joined by the mouth of the South, Amelia the Pitbull Chapman. I don't care what Jimmy Hart says. <laughs> Fuck you, Jimmy Hart. We got our own mouth of the South. And her name's Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman. How you doing, kid? Good. I'm glad to be off work, I tell you. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. How's your how's your job go today? It was interesting. Did you curse anybody? <laughs> no, they cursed me out today, actually. <laughs> yeah. Amelia works. You gotta you gotta give it to Amelia. Amelia works in God, God bless you. She works in the customer service department of a very large medical professional organization. I'm not going to say the name of it, but I know the name of it, but I'm not going to say it. But she works with making appointments for doctors and, you know, specialists and things like that. 
Well, once in a while, Amelia gets a really interesting phone call, like the one she had this morning. Um, now, you guys know that if you have medical insurance, you go to your doctor, you pay your copay, and no problem, right? Mm-hmm. But once in a while, Amelia gets a crazy that thinks they're going to make an appointment with no insurance. There's a place for that. It's called the hospital. Go to the hospital and and tell them you have no insurance and file for charity care. I'm telling people this as a public service announcement because the law nationwide, not just in Florida, the law nationwide is they cannot turn you down for charity care. They cannot. Regardless of your ability to pay, they have to treat you under the law. That's that. So, Amelia, mm-hmm. I gave you some free advice over here, kid. Yes. <laughs> the next time somebody calls and thinks they're going to get a doctor's appointment from you, mm-hmm. tell them to go to hospital and file for charity care. Right. And to bill you, huh? <laughs> and bill me. Yeah, bill <laughs> Angelo. Why not? Yep. Why right. Everybody else is. Why, why the hell not? <laughs> This is the What's the Buzz Podcast Network tonight, Blunt Talk Radio. Now, we have to say this, our public service announcement to everyone listening, be a buddy, not a bully. Right. Too much bullying going on. It's going to tie into our show tonight mm-hmm. in a very big way. Why? Because tonight's show, the runaway epidemic. Yep, yeah. it's back on the rise again, folks. People are running away from home. Mm-hmm. And not just kids, sadly, not just kids, young adults, even even parents, even oh, parents wow. are, are getting fed up of being parents and they're leaving. Mm-hmm. You know, people in their 30s and 40s that are trying to recapture mm-hmm. the lost youth of their 20s. Yes. You know, that's what happens, though, when you get married right out of high school, you haven't had a chance to live. Or not even high yeah. school. They're uh, teenage parents, moms. Yeah. They're... The kid, the good point. Mm-hmm. Good point. The kids getting pregnant. The girls getting pregnant in high school. Yes. And young men that are strapped down with young women that have to be mommies and daddies. Yes. You know, that's a lot to take in. Very much to take in. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it this really is my life now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, um, we're going to talk about all that tonight. We have um, a very sobering show. This show is going to run a little long tonight, we, we have a feeling. If mm-hmm. it does, we will do a part two mm-hmm. because we've got enough material, Amelia and I, on Runaways to do probably two or three shows, just like Bob Saget. Yes. Our show from last night. By the way, mm-hmm. we got a hell of a response on that show. Uh, hell of a response, yeah. um, particularly from our listeners in Florida. Mm-hmm. Some people were actually there at the show. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that wasn't all that far from where you are right now. No, it wasn't. Not very far. And uh, we were wanting to away, go, right? Yeah. And we were probably wanting to go to the show in, if he was going to come this, this way, just to see how he was as a comedian, because I'd never seen him. As a comedian, just as a TV dad. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you're you're younger. Mm-hmm. Bob Saget when he started out, and I guess he was like 
He was a young guy. He was like 19, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to see him when he was a comedian. He was mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. You know, he was at his best, though. Mm-hmm. At like 24, 25, 26. Right before Hollywood came knocking on the door. Right. And he went into television and did mm-hmm. like did some movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think he did a couple, three or four movies. He did a bunch of television. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that just blew his career, like, right through the roof. Oh, yeah. He said that you was know? hard for him to get back into doing the F-bombs and all these yeah, other things. Yeah. Like, looking at him like, what? Danny Tanner? It was that? years. Amelia, it was mm-hmm. years before he went back into comedy. Mm-hmm. Years. It, I don't think he got back into comedy. Let's see, he died in January of 23 this year. Mm-hmm. He was just getting back into it again mm-hmm. at the, in the middle of 22. Yes. Around March, April of 22, early to mid-2022. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't do anything in 2020 with the pandemic or yeah. in 2021. And I know that because no, the clubs were all closed. Yeah. Um, and and no, but even in Las Vegas, well, you heard what Steve McCoy said. Yeah. Our Tom Jones friend in yeah. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Nobody was working in Las Vegas. And the showrooms were empty. Yeah, everything was empty. It was like a like a desert. Showroom restaurants were empty. The clubs were empty. Mm-hmm. The Las Vegas Hard Rock was empty. Yeah. Bob Saget played the Hard Rock in Orlando. Mm-hmm. That's a big room. Is two that that's a two thousand seat room. It is a very big room. It's Even a very one. big room, huge yeah. room. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Please look. They got rock bands to play there. Yeah, even the one that you know, uh, where I live, or the one that's close by where I live at, it's huge here. They have big, uh, big people that play here too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Of course. So let's talk about tonight. Yes. Let's talk about why people. Run away. What does your research tell you, Amelia, about about why, especially these days, why people are running away? They can't handle being at home due to abusive parents, alcoholic parents, or their situations could be at school, being bullied at school, being uh, harassed at school, being harassed by someone, or it could be uh, being harassed like at work or they can't handle yeah. a certain situation. There's a lot of peer pressure is, is what yeah. she's saying. Very. That's what Amelia's telling you, folks. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this stuff is coming from uh, peer pressure. A lot of this is coming from dysfunctional parents. Yes. Uh, kids that don't want to deal with their parents. Um, but who, let's be honest about it. Who wants to deal with an alcoholic parent? No. Who wants to deal with a drug-abusing parent? Before we even get deep into this, you are going to see a number on our screen tonight. And those of you listening on radio, Mm -hmm. it's the National Runaway Hotline. And I want everyone, within sound of my voice, if you're within reach of a pen, please write this number down. It's the National Runaway Hotline, one 800 Runaway. 1-800-RUNAWAY. And let me spell out the numbers for you. It's 
800-786-2929. And if you have a phone where you can't make calls, no problem. You can text them for help. And that's what you're going to do. You're going to TXT, the number four, and the word help, H-E-L-P. It's just as it says, text for help, mm -hmm. T-X-T, for H-E-L-P. Text that number. Text that code. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, you will have a response within 30 seconds. Yes. I promise you that. Now, let me give you some sobering statistics. The National Runaway Safe Line reports that between 1.6, this just blows my mind, Amelia. Yeah. Between 1.6 million and 2.8 million people run away each year. Yeah. Now, what are we talking when we say runaway? We're talking about Anywhere from the age of 14 up to 30. Yes. And in some cases, older. Yes. Okay? But we're talking about 14 to, to around 35. Yes. And as I said, in some cases, older. And you're shaking your head going, how much older? You know, the runaways are kids, aren't they? Well, Amelia, tell them what's going on here these days. It's uh, a lot of them are adults, like he was saying, because like a, you're 18 years old, 16 years old, you're having to get married or not even get married. You're raising a young child. You're graduating or not even graduating. You're dropping out, getting a job. It's exactly. It's exactly what's happening. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're not just kids. They're young adults. They're parents. Yes. We're, we're not, listen to me. Oh. Mm -hmm. Parents are running away from home. Amelia, please tell me if I'm making this. No, point. you're you're telling please. the truth. If, if, folks, and I, you hear me say this all the time. I'm smiling because I know where I'm going. I'm smiling because I'm going to tell you what I say every week. If you don't believe Amelia and I, especially if you don't believe me, because everybody thinks I'm full of shit anyway. Oh. Go online. I promise you. Google it. Uh huh. Google it. Runaway parents are a huge, huge part yeah. of the runaway problem. Okay. What constitutes a runaway? Well, mm -hmm. a person is considered to be a runaway when he or she is 14 or under, mentally disabled, mm -hmm. or they leave home without consent, or that person is 15 or older, and is away from home for more than two nights and chooses not to return. The question is asked, Amelia, how common is it for kids to run away? Well, that's a, that's a tricky question. We're going to, you and I are going to have that discussion in just a moment. Mm -hmm. How common is it for kids to run away? Some kids simply disappear, and they live on the streets until they end up in shelters like the Salvation Army, 
Mm-hmm. The Goodwill. Yes, the Goodwill folks has shelters. Yes. They're not just a place where you buy used clothes. Mm-mm. The Goodwill does have shelters. The Salvation Army, the Poly Class Foundation, uh, Safe Line America. Um, God, let's see. Um, yeah, Safe Place the, also. The safe Place, yeah, safeplace.org. Mm-hmm. They have shelters all over the United States. Your town, mm-hmm. your, the town that you live in right now yes. has a shelter. The town that I live in here in New Jersey mm-hmm. has two shelters. Two. Mm-hmm. And they're very big shelters. Yes. Because we have a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. If you live in a big city or a small town, Amelia happens to live in a pretty large area. Yes. Okay, and you're what do you got? Like one or two shelters there too? Maybe two or yeah. three? Yeah, you can yeah, you can also text the word safe and then a location where you're at, it'll let you know a lot of places. Absolutely. And Amelia's gonna give you that phone number too in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um about one fifth this is also a staggering number. Mm-hmm. About one fifth of runaways run listen to me. About one fifth of runaways return within twenty four hours, which is a good number. Mm-hmm. About a fifth of them. After one week, about three quarters of them return home or they return to some care facility, which is good. At least you know they're being taken care of. Yes. Now, here's the sobering part. Less than 1%, which is also a very big number. Think about this, Amelia. Mm-hmm. You're talking about upwards as many as 2.8 million runaways. One percent of that is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot. That's several hundred thousand people. It is a lot. That run away and never return. And they live on the street. And you find them dead on the street. Or they live underneath the overpass. I'm going to speak to a guy tomorrow. He'll be on the show next week. His name, I'm just going to call him Frank from Houston. Frank found some of the people that he's taken care of. He found them underneath highway overpasses. Mm -hmm. He found them in shelters. He found them wandering the streets. Mm -hmm. This guy is like a walking miracle worker. Mm -hmm. The world needs more Franks from Houston. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, you want you take this one. Uh, runaways and homeless youth are more likely to engage in substance use and diligent behavior and have increased risk of being sexually exploited and trafficked. You hear what she said? Did you hear what she said? Runaway and homeless youth are more likely to engage in drug abuse, substance abuse, and delinquent behavior. Now, what's delinquent behavior? Stealing. Stealing stuff from the store. Stealing a car. To get your drugs. To do their drugs. Mm -hmm. Beating people up for their money to buy drugs. Okay? Um, Engaging in, you know, explicit behavior. The dangerous behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, Sexually explicit behavior that gets them in trouble, Mm -hmm. that gets them exploited, 
that gets them sex trafficked, that gets them used by perverts who will pay money to a pimp. Look, look folks, there's a, a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. We're going to warn people. I'm telling you, this is not for the faint of heart. It's not. There are pimps out there prostituting young kids as young as 14, 15, 16 years old. Prostituting them for money. Yeah. Okay, so you know what the, the pimp is going to do? He's going to look like a hero. Why? Why, Amelia? Because he's going to give you a place to stay. And he's to going to put some food in your stomach. And clothes. He's going to give you and clothes. And clothes. And yeah. he's going to put a couple of bucks in your pocket. He's no. not going to give you what he's making. No. If he gets $100 for a sexual favor from you, mm-hmm. you might end up with 20 bucks in your pocket, but you're thrilled to have 20 bucks in your pocket. Yeah. You're lucky. I was going to say five because you... He's going to keep the 80 for himself, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Current studies suggest that the primary cause of youth homelessness is family dysfunction, like Amelia said earlier in the show, in the form of parental neglect, physical and or sexual abuse, family substance use disorder. In other words, a family member that's an alcoholic, a drug user a pedophile, um, a, a sexual delinquent, a, um, a, a, sex, a registered sex offender. Yes. And the other thing that, that, that keeps kids away from home is family violence. Uh, how many times have you gone to see a kid in school with a black eye? Oh, I got into a fight and you found out. No, he didn't. No. His father hit him. Uh-huh. I went to school with somebody like that. And let me tell you something. I went to a very wealthy high school. Uh-huh. I went to a very, very wealthy high school. We had, and I'm not even lying because my wife works for the guy. Uh-huh. We had a senator's child. In fact, not more than, we had a couple of them. Uh-huh. I had senator's kids in my school and in my class. Because my wife works for him today, mm-hmm. okay? I'm not going to tell you his name, but his father was a senator. We had lawyers. We had a judge's son mm-hmm. in my high school. It, but they still came in school with black eyes, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't talk, wouldn't sit in the back of the class. You wonder, what was wrong with Joe today? What's wrong with John today? What's wrong with uh, the Billy mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. His father beat the shit out of him. Because why? Because there's a need to be perfect. Yeah. And if you're not perfect, if you're a judge's son or a senator's son, if you're not perfect, you know what happens? You get a foot up your ass. Yeah. And maybe an eye to the, I mean, a fish to the eye. Yeah. But or that's like what happens. Or like you didn't fold the clothes the right way, or you didn't do something the right way. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, now, here's the thing. And what Amelia was just talking about, too. Nearly half, think about this, mm-hmm. 50%, almost 50% of runaway youth report that at least one of their parents struggles with 
alcohol, drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, again, what I mentioned previously, sexual addiction, um, perversion, degeneracy, all of these you don't have, we're, we're painting a picture for you. Mm-hmm. We're painting a picture for you folks. And we're doing this for a reason. Is it a pretty picture? No. No. But I don't want it to be a pretty picture. Mm-hmm. I want this to wake you up. Mm-hmm. Let me put this number on our screen. This is the National Runaway Hotline, or we're calling it the National Runaway Safe Line. Why is it called the Safe Line? Because now, thankfully, thankfully, the government now has given these organizations money to help get these kids off the street. Okay. The National Runaway Hotline is 1-800-RUNAWAY. Again, 1-800-RUNAWAY. It's 800 800- Eight zero zero seven eight six twenty nine twenty nine eight zero zero seven eight six two nine two nine or text for help. And I want you to write that down literally. T X T the number four H E L P T X T four the number four. H-E-L-P, text for help. I promise you in 30 seconds or less, you'll have a response Mm -hmm. with instructions on how to get to the nearest shelter. Yes. And get some food in your stomach and get some clothes on your back and maybe get reunited with your parents. We got someone in the chat. Who's in my chat with me? I'm not really sure, but... Um, Facebook uses that some parents do not care what their kids do. You're absolutely right, and that's why we're doing this show tonight. You are absolutely right, whoever the Facebook user is, and I'm sorry, but I don't have your name here. It just says Facebook user. Some parents absolutely, they're absolutely right. Millions, some parents just don't give a shit. Yeah, well, that's, and you know that's, what? that's not good it, parenting then to me. I'm sorry. If, and if parents don't give a shit, guess what? This is why they run away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I care what my kids do. I mean, it's that's being a parent. That's I, I watch my kids every second, but sometimes you can't watch your kids every second. And then, yeah. then you get suspicious when your 13 or so daughter goes, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. And then you're like, uh, okay. And then she ends up with a friend that's kind of like very loose and her parents don't give a crap or shit what her You know what happens to a girl like that, Amelia? Yeah, that happened to my daughter. I'm going to tell you. Oh, I know what your daughter did. Mm-hmm. I know she did. I heard the story. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what, what happens here. And I mm-hmm. want to tell everybody what happens. It's mm-hmm. not just Amelia's daughter. I went through it myself. Let me tell you what this kid did. Mm-hmm. Not my... But my Many years ago, mm-hmm. many many years ago. So she does. She pulls that. Oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Red flag number one. Mm-hmm. At eight o'clock, a kid is not going to say, "I'm going to go to bed." No. Because that at eight o'clock, a fourteen-year-old girl is is she's just getting started. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
she's not going to bed till 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. Because I know teenagers and I'm, I know how they, they think. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what this kid did. She goes, oh, I'm, go- I'm going to bed. Uh, 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 I'm so tired, I'm going to bed, right? Mm-hmm. She goes in. About 9 o'clock, her mother and I walked in the door. We saw the bed looked like there was a body under there. And she did this little fucker. Mm-hmm. She pulled up a blanket. Underneath the blanket, she pulled up another blanket. Hmm. And she shoved pillows under there to make it look like there was a person laying down. She climbed out the friggin' window. Yeah. And went out with her friends. Hmm. Okay? Well, I stayed up until she got home. Mm-hmm. But guess what I did? Hmm. I locked the window. <gasps> the window so, that she climbed out of, I locked it. So, so she, she had... had Come in, head. She had no <laughs> choice. She had to come in the front door. Mm-hmm. Well, guess who's sitting there waiting for her? Papa Bear. <laughs> Papa Bear. Absolutely. Yep. Papa Bear sitting there waiting for her with a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. a nice warm chair next to me. I said, have a seat. Let's have a little talk. Mm-hmm. Okay? That kid was grounded till she was 30. Oh, wow. Okay? Let me tell you something. All right. Let's see. Um... Oh, it's my brother-in-law. Oh. <laughs> hey, how you doing there, brother? Beautiful. That's yeah. my brother-in-law. Well, mine um, decided to go with a little wild friend because my daughter had never done stuff like this, but she yeah. decided to wear a bikini top, which we didn't know, and jeans. And then her friend's like, well, go to the high school because it's just a walk away. And it was real dark at night. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But my daughter had her phone at the time. And all of a sudden, I was like, okay, don't you find that strange, Jeff, that she's, like, wanting to this go to bed? This is the kind of shit they pulled, don't they? Yeah, so we went in there, and we're like, oh, my God. So we called her phone, she wouldn't answer. We called her phone, she wouldn't answer. We're, like, frantic calling her phone, and we called her friend. It's like, well, it's, it's, her name is Tangie, okay? Is Tangie there? She goes, no, yeah, she's there. Go check on her, please. The mom goes, oh, no, she's not there. Okay, she's not there. So we're cr- frantically calling about 1 o'clock in the morning. Again, 1 o'clock. My daughter's calling, Mom, we don't know where we're at. We're scared. So we're, like, driving <laughs> everywhere, finding them. Finally, we find out. We look at my daughter and find out that they went to go meet these boys. And they're like, oh, do you want to make out? You have, my, my daughter's, like, only 13 years old. We find these boys. We tell the parents, you know my daughter right here, the one that your son wanted to make out with, is only 13. Yeah. Your son's 18. I can file yeah. charges. He said, oh, my, the wife's like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. And the you know, daughter- you reminded me of just now, guys. I'm I'm smiling because <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm just I'm in my head. I got this vision of I'm gonna, I'm busting out laughing in my head. Uh-huh. What the story you just told me reminded me of a movie I saw years ago called mm-hmm. Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> Probably, I never just, know. I just had that vision of like going on a wild goose chase. We did chasing down kids. We did. And, and I, I knew that's where you were going with it. And then I want to give this number again, because yeah. I want to get, mm-hmm. before we go too far off the tangent, mm-hmm. I want to give this number again. It's 1-800-RUNAWAY, the National Runaway Helpline. It's also called the National Runaway mm-hmm. Safe Line. It's yeah. 800-RUNAWAY, 800-786-2929, TXT, the number 4, H-E-L-P, text for help. TXT, the number four, H-E-L-P. Um, 
A staggering, staggering number. The National Runaway Safe Line reports. Again, I'm gonna you're gonna hear me say this three or four times throughout tonight. The National Runaway Safe Line reports that between 1.6 million and 2.8 million people run away each year. Yeah. Most of them between the ages of 14 and 30. Mm-hmm. You say to yourself, really, 30-year-old people are running away? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and in some cases, older. Yes. We've, we have cases here mm-hmm. of grown adult parents and grandparents mm-hmm. running away from home. Yes, because they're, they're in, getting abused. And here's the thing. Here's what you just... You were just about to bring it up. I'm going to follow right in with you. Because mm-hmm. here's the, the thing that's scary. Mm-hmm. And I want people to listen very, very carefully. The older the runaway is, the likelihood of finding them is slim to none. Yes. The older they are, the harder they are to find. Here's why. Because they're adults that blend in with society. Mm-hmm. They become invisible. Yes. And they and it's just the way it is. Especially mm-hmm. with someone in their 40s, 50s, or older. Right. Mm-hmm. They become like a part of the fabric. Mm-hmm. You could pass or you could literally walk past the runaway on the street and never know it. Yeah. Because, I mean, we could see them uh, looking through a garbage thing to try to find something to sell to somebody. And there could be a runaway that we didn't even yeah. know they were runaway. And I want to tell everybody. I'm going to follow right into that. Let me tell everybody. If you know someone who has run away and are still gone, I want you to call this number, please. It's the National Runaway Hotline. 1-800-786-2929 or simply dial 800-RUNAWAY. Mm-hmm. That number is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also text for help. T-X-T, the number 4-H-E-L-P. Mm-hmm. Now, we also have another number I'm going to give you. This is Pastor Steve Kwiatkowski. Pastor Kwiatkowski is a member of our show. He's also a member of my family. Yes. Pastor Steve can be reached, and he's got his phone with him. He sleeps with his phone. Yes. And I'm not even kidding you. Pastor Stephen Kwiatkowski, 856-896-5332. If you are in need of spiritual guidance, if you need to talk to somebody that will not judge you, if you need to speak to somebody who will reach out for you to get a hold of your parents, Pastor Steve Kwiatkowski, 856-896-5332. He is one of the nicest godliest men you'll ever meet in your life i promise you my hand to god yes okay mm-hmm. he's a wonderful wonderful man 
and he is the guy that married my wife and I. Mm -hmm. We've been together, married now for, oh, God. And 10 years, me and I have been together 10 years. Mm -hmm. She put up with me for 10 years. <laughs> oh, my God. She deserved, I just, I just scared myself. I got to give my wife a medal. <laughs> I do. I have a like, gold I gotta medal. Buy, <laughs> I got to buy her something. <laughs> a beautiful gold necklace or something. She don't it's like gold. Eye. She likes silver. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, she's the silver. only woman I ever met that doesn't like gold. I said, really? Get her something that says infinity or something. <laughs> yeah, I said, Nina, you're the only woman I ever knew in my life that didn't like gold. She likes it's all silver. Hmm. I'm not, which is great for me because everything I wear is silver. There you go. <laughs> Even my wedding ring is silver. Because mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not, like, I don't like gold. I'm not like a gold person. I don't love silver. Huh. I have a gold necklace. I never wear it. It's in my, it's, you want to know where it's at? It's in my gun box. It's in my gun box. So, uh, yeah, be careful with that too. If you do have guns in the house and anything like that, please hide them away from oh, the yes, too. Yes. That's another thing too. Anything That's, you have yes. that's going to ha harm anyone, please yeah. hide that if you have anything like I that. I want everybody home. to listen to Amelia. It's really important. This mm -hmm. is critical. Yeah. Critical. Keep all harmful items mm -hmm. away from at risk youth. And when I say yes. at risk, emotional distress. Mm -hmm. uh, a child that's physically abusive, they, they are more apt to do damage yes. than than an adult in some cases. Yes. And in, a lot of, in some cases, they do much more damage mm -hmm. yes. than an adult can do. Because uh, you can because tell Because they take signs. everybody out with them. Yeah. And, and a lot of signs to look out for is self-harming themselves uh, by cutting cutting look for that and and wait a minute let me stop you there Amelia, because there's mm -hmm. something very important okay many years ago a friend of mine came to me and said my daughter's cutting herself oh my goodness but i can't find the marks mm -hmm. the girl can't make this up folks mm -hmm. the girl was cutting herself in her vaginal area mm -hmm. it, that's where she was cutting herself mm -hmm. can you imagine that how painful that must have been. Oh, yeah. But what? You're going to take a blade and you're going to cut yourself? Mm. And uh, that's just, I, yeah. I, I cringe when I think of it. Well, a lot like, of but the it's time. absolutely too. true. And when they do substance abuse, you, you don't know where they're doing it because there's no marks here. It's because they were doing it in between their toes, too. So you got to look out for that as well. Yeah. You so have you to be watch very, very out careful. for uh, needle marks, puncture marks. Yeah. Um, uh, the erratic behavior. Yeah. These are the telltale signs of somebody in trouble. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you need to understand. Now, hold on, because it's really mm -hmm. important. You need That's to understand fair. that mm -hmm. we're making. We, we are making a distinction mm -hmm. between runaways mm -hmm. and kids that are at risk. Yes. Now, please understand that we're going to help everybody we can help. Mm -hmm. But you need to know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Tonight, we're concentrating on runaways. But if you, uh, again, as Amelia and I keep telling you, if you know someone who's in trouble, call this number. And it's, I'm going to give you this number. Mm -hmm. This is Pastor Stephen Krakowski, 856-896-5332. The National Runaway 
hotline, 1-800-RUNAWAY, 1-800-RUNAWAY, 800-786-2929, or text for help, text for help, T-X-T, the number four, H-E-L-P, text mm-hmm. for help. Even if you're a single parent and you're all the time with your kids and they're just crying, 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 don't think if you're going to run away. Just have somebody come help you. Call someone, like he was it's saying. A, yeah, ask help for you. help. Ask for help. There are plenty of people out there who will help. Yeah, you got to understand it's, something, though. Yeah. And it's, it's important that we, we're, we're telling you, first of all, we're not telling you what to do. Mm-mm. We're suggesting to you yes. alternatives to running away. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Yes. But we're also telling you if you do run away, mm-hmm. there's help out there. Yes. And then if you look, I'm going to, I'll put it out there for you. I'm going to put my number out there. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to talk, 856 449 4513. Call me. Yes. Mad Dog. Yeah. Okay? Yes. If you're everybody, an adult, look, my number's on the internet, so everybody knows my phone number. Okay? If you're an adult, don't leave your children just to fend for themselves. Even if you just want to go somewhere for an hour, just even if you want to just go in your car and just go, ah, I just scream, just like the beginning of the, you know, just yeah. for an hour. So don't Speaking run away. of screaming, hold on, Amelia. <laughs> Speaking of screaming, our sponsors are going to scream if I don't do a commercial. <laughs> oh, hold on, folks. We'll be right back after the other side of the break. Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WRESTLINGFUTURE for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com. And wrestling with the future, going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com. And the Lawnmower 3.0, your balls will thank you. And so will we. There you go. How about that for a <laughs> Okay. Um, people have asked for the help. Uh, they certainly have. Yeah. I want to tell people, if you're here Mm -hmm. in the state of New Jersey, we have a very unique program here in New Jersey Mm -hmm. that's called Covenant House. Mm -hmm. They will not judge you. If you need a place to sleep, a place to stay, if you need some food, if you need to get back home, if you need bus fare, they will help you. I want to try, I'm going to get this, uh, I believe they have a number here, uh, and I'm going to get this number up here for you. Amelia, mm-hmm. tell everybody the number for the runaway hotline. Yes, also, again, it's the 1-800-786-2929. Uh, also, you can text for help. Also, there's another way uh, the parents can leave messages for their teens that can reach out to the service. Uh, also, the teens also can check the information. They also can, uh, many times, can reach out to 69866, an address, city, state of uh, where they're staying. Yeah. And again, 69866. Many times teens will reach out to that service 
for help and they can hear the messages that their parents have left them so that yeah. they know that they are being uh, wanted and they're needed and please yeah. come back home. And if a teen reaches out to you or you know that they're going to be running away, just ask what's going on. Think about what they're telling you. I mean, really, really listen to what they're telling you. If you have something going on, stop what you're doing. Yeah. Just sit there and really listen to them. Try and change their mind. Kind of find out why they're wanting to run away. Yeah. Seek professional help. If you can't help them, have them see somebody else that's a, not a family member, of course. Try yeah. and change their mind what's going on. Say, you know, if you need a place to stay, here's my home. Here's the couch or okay. I have extra room. I think they, they get it. Uh, it's a really important, Amelia, uh, mm -hmm. that I want people to, to understand. If you are in mm -hmm. the New York, New Jersey area, Mm -hmm. If you are in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Delaware, mm -hmm. you can text 844-912-1291 for help. If you're in North New Jersey, near New York, you can call 973-621-8705. That number is for North New York, for North Jersey, Northern New Jersey, which is all, is all inclusive of everything up to New York City. That number will work in New York as well. Uh, so if you need help, there's somebody there to, to help you. It's, again, 973-621-8705. If you're in South Jersey, where I am, Southern New Jersey, the number is 609-348-4070. Again, in South Jersey, mm -hmm. it's 609-348-4070. And if you know anyone, and this is really important, if you know anyone involved in human or sex trafficking, yes. the number is very, very simple. 911. Anywhere in the United States, 911. Call immediately. Immediately. And, and, and say, as soon as you get on the phone, tell them human trafficking. If that's all you get out of your mouth, mm -hmm. they've got enough to follow your phone call. Oh, they got enough to trace you. Human trafficking, sex trafficking. Tell them you need help. Okay? Oh, absolutely, because it's just everywhere. Again, and, uh, now, the number 844-912-1291, Northern New Jersey and New York, the greater New York, Northern New Jersey area, uh, 973 621 Zero, I'm sorry, 8705. Uh, and, uh, of course, Southern New Jersey, 609-348-4070. That number, that text number, is anywhere from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Delaware. 844-912-1291. Or simply TXT, the number 4, H-E-L-P. Mm -hmm. for help. Now, um, Amelia, what's coming up uh, 
Tomorrow. Uh, you actually have a special show that you're doing tomorrow by yourself uh, around noontime. I'm doing a show all by myself tomorrow without Amelia. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to be work busting her chaps, and I'm going to be here talking to <laughs> Debbie Greenberg. Because of the time difference, actually, too. So There's a five-hour time difference. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Greenberg is the former owner. Mm-hmm. Of the Cavern Club. Yes, that Cavern Club where the Beatles began. Mm -hmm. And her father bought the Cavern Club when she was 20 years old. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to go up to North New Jersey, Northern New Jersey, actually. I was supposed to go up to Jersey City, New Jersey, last week. And I wasn't able to do it. The things happened down here that were hectic, <laughs> to say the least. And so I had to postpone. Plus, the weather was, it was raining cats and dogs. It was, just, it was just raining mud. And it was awful. So, uh, we, neither and I chose not to go. Right? I so, don't blame you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate driving. I can't stand driving in the rain. I'd rather drive in the snow than the rain. So, we didn't end up going. Um, so, I said to Dad, when we get back to Liverpool, hit me up and we'll do the interview. We'll, okay. This way, we'll take our time. So tomorrow, yeah. at 12 noon, we got a special live episode that we will rebroadcast tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. So, lucky you, you get to see us three times this week. Yay. <laughs> How about that crap? I mean, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great thing. <laughs> a yeah, terrific. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so let me see what else is going on. We got Debbie Demore, Debbie Greenberg. Mm -hmm. And the um, 17th, we have Celebrity Time Travel. That's a really interesting show. Mm -hmm. There And people wanted to know, like, why are you doing a show on Celebrity Time Travel? Amelia and I came across some really interesting pictures. Very, uh, very interesting. I was like, wait, wait a minute. That looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't tip the hat, kid, because you're in a very talkative mood tonight. That's all. Um, but... I'm trying to button your lips so you don't throw the bit here. No, because uh, it was so funny because uh, Jeff was telling me a story one time about when he ran away. He was 14 years old, living, I think, in Louisiana. And him and his friend came to Your Pensacola, husband ran away from home? 14 Did years he old. Him and his friend from Pensacola, Florida. They ran here for a whole week, stayed at a friend's time Oh, my share. God. <laughs> I can't was... imagine your husband, Jeff, running away from yeah, you got to understand, her husband, Jeff, he's a nice guy. But he's like a big goof. Yeah. He's like seven feet tall. He's like, he used to weigh a lot. But he's, what's he down about, 250 now? At 230 something. He's, uh, 230 something. Yeah, he lost he 145 like, pounds already. Yeah, he was close to 400 pounds. Mm -hmm. He lost a lot. Of, he looks like a whole different person. Yeah, he lost a whole person. <laughs> you sure it's still your husband? It's like they didn't switch I out with somebody, so, didn't you? Right. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to call him later and make sure. Right? <laughs> and then, uh, that's what I was talking to him. I said, is that you? But yeah, it's a funny story. He'll have yeah, to tell you one a... day when we do the show. But he's one of the good stories that came out of the runaway thing. But, you know, people, this is a very serious subject. But And then on the 18th, we're going to be doing a show. It's a little bit more because, to me because I wanted to do this because I am so sick and tired of the government. And I am... Uh, just like, well, let's see. This is going to be something that we've been wanting to do for a while. And I... Well, was, tell everybody. 
Well, it's going to be doing me you know how President Trump has been just in the media, just leave him alone. He had been doing something before he was even president. Oh, yeah. when he was running for president, now while he was in the presidency. And then all this other, we have our rights and things like that, where we've lost our rights and a bill of rights, things like that. We're going to be doing sure. something like that. Well, and if you so leave it to the Democrats, they're going to burn the bill of rights. And they're going to, if you leave it to the, to the Democrats, they're going to build a giant cage around the United States of America. Well, they pretty keep, much did. <laughs> they, well, they pretty much. Yeah. They're building detention centers like crazy. Yeah, yeah. and it's like there, there are freedoms at stake, people, and I'm getting sick yeah. and tired of it. There is a, there's, there, and I'm not even making this up. I, I, I'll, tell you, I'll show you where it is, yeah. like five minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. There's a place in New Jersey called Barrington, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. There's a FEMA office in Barrington, New Jersey. Why? Mm -hmm. Because it's connected to a FedEx plant in mm -hmm. Barrington, New Jersey. Why is that important? Because the place is enormous, and there are three warehouses back there that have been converted into detention centers. Interesting. And they're rounding up illegal immigrants is what they're doing. They haven't arrested any American citizens, but if you look like Spanish or you look like you don't belong, mm -hmm. they're pulling your ass off the street, out of your car, and they're locking you up before they can find out who the hell you are. Yeah, and that uh, where it's like and they're driving our... around in their trucks that says FEMA on it. And so it's like our freedom of speech. Make, you can't destroyed. make this stuff yeah. up. And I'm sick of it. You know, it's time for us to. Speak up. Our freedom of speech is getting Oh, let me tell you something. How long have you been doing the show with me? Uh, about a year. Uh, a, 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 year, year and, a year and four, four months. months. Yeah. And I'm tired of our freedom of speech being, you now, know, stopped. And that's why uh, we're going to be doing I, our show, too. So. Oh, yeah. I, you know, yep. and so that's what we're going to be doing. That's freedom another freedom of speech group. show. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do that. Amelia and I... We Freedom love our country, mm -hmm. but we hate our government. I've yeah. said it a million times. Yeah. I love my country. And freedom of speech, yeah. and we're going to be doing blunt talk that night. Yep. And mm -hmm. the one thing, and I, I'm just, if the government's listening, and I know they are, because they, mm -hmm. they got me tapped and wired for sound, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. If all you did for me was one thing, and you don't have to do it for anybody else in the right. country, do it for me. Mm-hmm. If you do this one thing for me, U.S. government, I will love you the way I love my country. Simple. Tell the truth. America can handle the truth. Just don't lie. That, that's all I'm asking. The reason I hate the government is because they lie. Yeah. That's the only reason I hate the government, because they lie. Yeah. Yeah. Tell and, me the truth, and I'll love you. I will give you a big Italian kiss, a big sloppy wet kiss, yeah. and a big hug. Okay? And who was in office wanting to do that for us? And they tried to destroy him. And they're still trying to destroy him. My brother-in-law informs me that there are a couple of FEMA headquarters, I'm sorry, um, a couple of detention centers in Burlington Township. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? I actually know about that, my friend. I'm not going to say his name over the air, because mm -hmm. in case he's 
at work and the cases work. Yeah, they, they have a couple in Texas and they're going to have, they think they have some here oh, in Texas, Florida. Oh, Texas, please. Alex Jones has been on that shit. They and they have work. a few here in Florida too. So, um, not too Oh, far I know where the ones in Florida are. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to do a show about free speech and yeah. uh, those detention centers. And really, we've got to do a whole different show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one we have to use a disclaimer. Yes. And we might actually, we might actually be able And I know, to get, I know who has a lot of information on that, too, so. Good. Uh, and, and I know who it is, too, and mm-hmm. very close to you. hmm Yeah, I know. I know who that person is. Um, and it's not your husband. Um, the other thing that's very important, I want to say this, and I want to get it out. So bear with me. It's really important that people understand we're not. You're bashing the government. No. We, this show is as patriotic as... Apple pie. As, as and not only just apple pie. We, we, are, we are patriotic to our core from the heart. Mm-hmm. But what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And lying, the government shouldn't lie. If no. you tell the truth, I, like I said, yeah. tell me the truth and I'll embrace you and I'll yeah. love you and I'll kiss you and I'll say, welcome to the family. Yeah. You okay, like a nice Italian papa. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you keep lying to me, I'm going to keep hating you. Yeah. But Just tell me. Tell me the truth. Is there? Is that person really that person? Is it? Uh, are there really aliens here? Just tell me the damn truth for once if I ask you a question. Exactly. Just tell me the damn truth. It doesn't be, take much. Huh. Don't be fake news like Donald Trump said about yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Tell me the Well, truth. I'll tell you what, Neil. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Listen, mm-hmm. um, we got to go. It's that yes. time. Yes, it is. So, listen for Amelia, the pit bull, <laughs> the mouth of the South, Chapman. <laughs> I am the mad dog. Eh, I'm still the mad dog. I'm just. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like I'm not a man bull. I'm just an angry nah. puppy. <laughs> Somebody said that to me. They sent me an, an email. So I want to tell you. I want to tell you about before we go because mm-hmm. we got like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Somebody sent me an email. Where did you get the name Mad Dog from? You're not a mad dog. You're an angry puppy. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm an angry puppy. Do I look like a puppy? No, I'm supposed to be a mad dog. It's a mad dog world, people. <laughs> yeah, but no. The problem is, I never look like a mad dog because I'm always laughing about shit. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we got to get out of here. I'm Angelo Decipio, the mad dog. The mad or dog. The <laughs> Shut up! I got to get out of here. We'll be all here all night saying good night. Okay. Oh my god. Good night, hey, Amelia. You say that to me all the time, so I had to do something for you. Get, go away. <laughs> good night, folks. Good night, Take everyone. care. Bye bye. <laughs>